Oh boy, fellas, we're back at it again. It's cold now. It's Monday morning, and we're here sitting in the warm house, thankfully. You know what I mean? I don't like the cold, uh, as is tradition for me to say every time that it comes out again, as the cold is released every year into the world around this time. This is the time when cold says, I'm back, baby, and it's time for you to feel me outside. Catch me outside, how about that? So anyway, you know, it's not too bad yet, but it's going to get real cold. It's going to snow. Last night, it, it's been real windy here for whatever reason in the evenings. And last night, it was howling. Wakes me up at like three every time. And I listened to the wind. It sounded like it was raining so hard that I was worried the whole world was going to have a flood akin to that which Noah experienced back in his day. The word's still out on that one. But... Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> I thought it was raining so hard that it, I was going to drown in my own home. But turns out it didn't rain at all. And if it did, it was just a little bit because I went outside, took the dog out this morning, and guess what? Nothing was wet. <laughs> Everything was dry. And so I thought, maybe I should have just looked out the window when I woke up in the evening. Let me take a quick sip of water here, fellas. And it was uh, the sponsored by water moment of the day. I think I'm not hydrated enough in the morning here. That's what causes all the mouth noises, the pop, click, boom, that you're hearing all the time if I'm not hydrated enough. Anyway, didn't rain, should have looked. Then I wouldn't have sat in bed saying, am I going to drown in here? But we also have a thing that uh, we have a water sensor. So if water goes into the place where water has gone in before, where it flooded, it'll tell me. It'll say, hey, Evan, get out of bed. It's time to do something. I don't know what I'm going to do. I guess jump down there with a bucket, but we've dug a trench. I've fixed a thing. I think we're fine. Everything should be okay. Anyway, uh, I've got a couple of items of business today. First and foremost, I sat down at my computer to record this probably 30 minutes ago, and I got distracted because I, I think I mentioned previously, I keep punching the boom arm. I've mentioned that, but I I just saw one of Milkshake's hairs on my desk and had to get it, and then my hand went right to the boom arm. Punch, punch, punch. Classic moment. ba ba da ba ba da bow yeah. But I purchased new headphones. They came in on Saturday, and I have been enjoying them thoroughly. They are the nicest headphones I've ever owned, and boy, do they sound like it. So I was just listening to music for 30 minutes before I started this. Thankfully, I'm still early. On the, the podcast grind here, starting up in the morning. Remember, if you're trying to be successful in, in the market these days, if you sleep, you're behind. You're out of luck. So I was listening to music, having a good time, thrilled. I, I'm ecstatic with these headphones. They're going to help me as well in my recording of things and making things that I want to make. I'll be able to hear this podcast a little bit better as well. This is going to be the first time that I hear them hear it full on with these headphones. So hopefully it's okay. Hopefully I can do a little bit better of a job here. That was our second sponsored by water moment of the morning. But yeah, it'll help me hear things better. I'll be able to mix the audio better. 
I'm uh, through my job. I get free LinkedIn learning. So I'm going to take a class called how to be a recording engineer and hopefully learn a thing or two about recording and mixing audio. Everything I know so far, I, I've been self-taught, quote unquote, but I've also received a lot of help from people. So thank you to everyone who's helped me, but I'm going to get better. We're, that's what we're doing now. We're getting better at stuff. Yeehaw. So, that's where we're at. That's the first item of business. Second item of business, my family was in town, and so Milkshake is exhausted. She's on the ground. She's trying to sleep. Her eyes are closed. She's having a good time. So, that's the Milkshake update of the week. I, I want to make <laughs> little sound effects for each segment that I do every time. So, it goes, something like that. You know what I mean? I think that'd be fun. But what else are we doing here? I guess we can jump into the main idea of the the episode today, the main thought I've had. I was cleaning some dishes, you know, as you do, washing the dishes, the endless grind, and I saw a video about Open Mike Eagle, one of my favorite artists. It said, Open Mike Eagle live at whatever festival, XOXO Fest or something, from a couple of years ago. And he plays a song, he sings a song, uh, relatable. He sings and raps, I guess. Great song. I've liked that one for a while. I didn't, this was from like 2018, I think, this talk, but I didn't know it was a whole talk. I thought he was just going to play music. And I said, well, I'll hear him out. I think Mike Eagle's a funny guy. He's got a lot of good stuff to say. So that'll be all right. So Mike starts talking. The song is called Relatable. <clears throat> Excuse me. Within the song, some of the lyrics he says, when I get nervous, try to say something relatable. <laughs> A bunch of stuff like that. I'm fine with millennials cutting my cable. Just a bunch of thoughts, more or less. After he sings a song, he says, now what is that song about? What is it all about? What's the idea behind it? What's going on there? Some people give him some ideas. And then he wrote out a thing where he's like, this is, if I had to distill it down, this is what it's about. He read a thing. That's like an overly thought out whatever about the song. But at, at the same time, afterwards, he said, what is that song really about? How do I feel about it? I don't know. <laughs> What's it about? I have no idea. I don't know. It's a bunch of stuff I liked. I put it together. It was great. But I have no idea what I'd say it's about. And then he talked about that kind of thing where we put a lot of effort into determining what something means. He talked about the website Genius.com. I think it's just Genius.com, the one with the lyrics. If you see all the videos with the yellow background and they, the artist will either describe the lyrics or what the story behind it or what it means or someone else does or people can go on there and just put in what they think it means. And so he went on and was reading descriptions of his music or the quote-unquote explanations of the songs he had written. And on one of them... It was something about, oh, rappers quit rapping in a hood voice. You sound like this or whatever. And somebody goes on there and says, Mike Eagle was referring to Little Ugly Maine or whatever. And because he does this and he was thinking this about this guy. And then as part of the talk, <laughs> Mike Eagle says, I don't know who that is. I don't, I have no idea. <laughs> I've never heard that before in my life. That man or his music. And everyone laughed, and I laughed, because that's it. 
I remember it was a big deal when Childish Gambino released This Is America. Everybody, it's, it's especially with the music video, there's a lot of imagery there. And I think you can gather basically what it's about. But at the same time, people said, Childish Gambino, give us an explanation. Tell us what this is about. Tell us what to, how to take this. And he said, no. <laughs> he said, just listen to it. Allow it to exist. Don't think too hard about it. Like, I'm not going to do this for you. And I think we lose that in music now. We kind of miss, especially with sites like Genius.com, Mike Eagle uses a couple of colorful words to describe his feelings about it <laughs> and how he think feels about Genius.com. And you know what? I, get, I, I catch myself in that trap as well, where I hear something or I watch a show. I've mentioned several times my now, I will say it's my favorite show that I need to watch the whole thing again, wearing these headphones, Mamma Mia, that'll be a good time. But Sunny Boy. It's and I, I'm not knocking anybody that looks up anything extra after the fact, or if you want to maybe go in and think a little harder about it or see what other people think about it. That's not a problem. I love talking about stuff that I watched and telling people what I got out of it. But I think the important thing to note is the experience is on you, right? I don't. And that's lately I share a lot of music with a lot of people. And if I know that somebody, like if I really want to share something, I'm trying to think of what the last thing I did this with was, but I remember sending Clark a piece of music or like an album or something. And I said, let me know when you're done listening to it and then I'll give you my thoughts <laughs> about it. Because I don't want to color people's judgments on stuff with like music or anything like that. We're going for some water again, fellas. I don't want people to go into something and see it through this lens that I've created for them. Or, oh yeah, I definitely saw that moment. But if they listen to it once or twice or however many times they need to, and then they come in, say, yeah, this is it. And I got this out of it and I saw this, whatever. And then we discuss it. And then if they go back in looking for whatever it was I saw, or if I go back in seeing what they saw, great. But I think it's it says a lot about where we're going. And I, I never, I don't like to be that guy who says, oh, society and children these days just don't know how to do anything, blah, 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 whatever. When someone uses the word generation or that generation, I feel like they're just, they need to think about sweeping generalizations that they're making about a whole group of people. Because within each generation, there are a bunch of very different individuals. <laughs> but... I think we do, and I'm not even saying a generation, I'm just saying everybody. The internet is creating this space where nothing is left up to the imagination, where there's an explanation, whether it be right or wrong, for everything. I am definitely guilty of if I have a thought and I don't know what it is, or I'm thinking about something and I don't know like if I think of a question and I don't have an answer to it, I Google it almost immediately every time. I'll even be out on a walk with my dog and think about something or see something and be like, I better Google that right now. Which I don't think, I, I want to get out of that because it, it doesn't let my mind just cruise. I understand 
that sometimes that's not the best thing to happen when your mind just goes wee, <laughs> you let it fly. That's sometimes hard, and it sometimes puts you in an interesting spot. I get it. But I think within the sphere of media and taking in music or TV or movies, I feel like it's an extremely... I think it's interesting that we... Well, and I say we as in myself, I've done this as well. Just look up everything we can about it. Add a cough there, you'll probably hear some clicking. <laughs> that's the mouse. Anyway, I just, and that's the thing. After talking to my brother, I, I've i recommended everyone in my life watch Sunny Boy, the show, because, oh boy, it's good. Mama Mia, it's a good show. But he watched it, and it is one of those that makes you think and makes you do like some mental gymnastics there like oh boy what am i thinking about how what is life <laughs> kind of stuff and he said he looked up a video of somebody explaining a lot of stuff and that's fine that's totally cool like i said it, it's and i'm not ever going to tell you how to look up anything the idea of this podcast is not i'm saying this now and this is how you should do it this is the right answer I guess I'm just going through a lot of things in my own mind and how I want to handle things. I also just thought it was very interesting. It it really sent me on a spiral when Mike Eagle said, what's that song about? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. I just made it and I like it. And going over his whole feel, all of his feelings and thoughts about assigning meaning to stuff. And throughout the day, as I kind of internalized and digested, so to speak, that talk that he gave, it reminded me a lot of English classes or other classes where you read books or analyze literature. And the teacher has some sort of idea or thought or whoever wrote the textbook or whatever it is, you have a guide. And it's like, look, I oh, I meant to look this up previously. I'm going to make a whole like video essay about this, I think, because I do have a lot of thoughts and feelings. I'm kind of just getting them out right now. This is uh, a rough draft, so to speak. But Lord of the Flies. Lord of the Flies. Who wrote that book? William, Go William Golding? Author. Let's see. William Golding. Perfect. I wanted to look up, and I still will. I'm going to do some research here. I guess I'm going to do some Googling. I'm not going to equate that with research. But um, what did the author say? Did did William Golding say what it was about? Because I sure, if he didn't, I want to know where anyone got the ideas that they did. You can get a lot out of, oh, he was probably writing about this because of the time and what was happening within the political landscape or just a global whatever. But at the same time, it could be about literally just a bunch of kids on an island having a wild experience. I guess it's it could be about society or whatever. But here's the thing. I'm just speculating at this point. You know what I mean? Going in, I, I feel like that does not help our brains develop into creative or like logical thinking. Not even logical thinking, but just like experiencing this freedom of thought that you can have if somebody tells you like going into an English class for example they give you a book like Lord of the Flies and say here it is read it you come back and they say what do you think about it what did what did you get out of it 
And if you give them some idea and the teacher says that's wrong, this is actually what it's about. I don't get it. I don't understand that. Because if I got something different out of it, everybody is so different. You can't expect a group of children to get the exact same thing out of a... You can't expect a group of anybody to get the same thing out of a book if you read it. I mean, you can if you're going to immediately tell them what it is afterwards and then shape their view of the book into your own perception. Sure. But let's see. Lord of the Flies. William Golding. What I want to know... I, I don't know how to Google what did William Golding say about Lord of the Flies. What do you think, what do you think it is about? Lord of the Flies. Because I'm just I'm just curious. In summary, Golding says I had a film of Lord of the Flies unwinding in my head when I wrote it. <laughs> okay, on adaptations, William Golding, the man who wrote Lord of the Flies. Let me see. Oh, uh, I'm gonna have to do some more reading. It's giving me some big articles, which I don't mind. I just have to I'm not gonna read it right now. But what does Golding say about human nature? Here's the thing. This article, I want to know, this says, what does, is a critical essay of Lord of Flies? What does Golding say about human nature? I am not taking away anyone's ability to analyze literature or this person's ability to write a two-page essay about critically analyzing the book and saying what it says about human nature. But... As an artist and an author, I'm sure William Golding had a lot of thoughts and feelings when he made it, and it is impossible for me to know exactly what he was thinking. I think we can get a lot out of it, and I think there is kind of an overarching message that can be gleaned from it, but as far as what it's about, I don't. I, I would enjoy to wipe my mind clean of everything to do with Lord of the Flies and kind of take it in and see what I get out of it by myself. To be honest, okay, so I might try that with 1984 because I haven't read that book. I've heard some things about it a little bit. And I know people describe things as Orwellian or 1984 when we talk about like a militaristic vigilance of all people in the country. But maybe I read it and not look up anything about it and then just give you my, my straight thoughts afterwards. I don't know. I just don't like the idea that people can be wrong about art. For example, if I read, like, I, I had this problem a little bit. I learned how to, in college, in high school, read a book and then discern which ideas or thoughts and feelings that the teacher was going to want me to get out of it, which I don't like. I hate that idea. The fact that I looked at it, I don't know. I need to read a book <laughs> again here. Uh, it's one of my goals for next year, so I need to do it, but. I got into the mode, especially within education, to read something knowing that someone else was going to tell me whether I was right or wrong about the ideas shared. But I I don't know. It's uh it's something else. Thinking about what's it all about? What's the art about? And I, I get in my head about that as well when I make a song and I write music i haven't written anything with lyrics i have i wrote a song that i never recorded i kind of want to what's the word uh i wanted to, sorry I, i'm part of a music chat and uh, shout out my guy paul he's writing in it in real time right now 
And so I, I, I can't help, but I need to not have it open while I'm recording this because it's distracting. Also, it's fun to be in a music chat with several people that are also just in it posting fun music. But when I make something, I don't want to think, what is this about? What am I trying to make this thing about? What do I want other people to get out of it? That's appropriate. That is something to think about. But at the same time, if I'm just trying to have fun, I don't know why I would think about that. I'm not sure why that should come to mind at all. One of the songs I did right though, that I wanted to, uh, there's the, uh, again, we got to pull up the, uh, counter. We've got to get better at that. Goal for next year. Don't say, uh, a single time on the podcast. I want to the, that was tuh, not an, uh, that was tuh. Oh, the song I wrote. Sorry. That was a big old, uh, scrambled egg of words that I just gave you. The song I wrote, the one that I've written with lyrics. I've written lyrics for another song, but I haven't written the song yet, if that makes sense. The lyrics for the first song that I wrote that I want to record, it's going to be simple. Oh no, I guess I wrote that Lowe's song as well. The full song I wrote that I play on the bass and sing is about Bill Gates giving me targeted ads when all I needed was a friend. So that one's very on the nose as far as what it's about. But you can get whatever you want out of it. As long as it's about Bill Gates and targeted ads. Just kidding. But it's it's fun to, to have that idea. Like, I, I remember a time Alexis and I went to a concert. And some dudes were playing synthesizers and drum machines. They had just a whole table full of gear. And they were playing space-sounding, laser beam, Star Trek. It felt like the future kind of music. You know what I mean? Like, if you look up Survive, the band... They play that kind of stuff too. But these dudes are up there and they're wearing what I would refer to as a baked potato suit where it looks like they're wearing a big thing of tinfoil. But they're up there at this desk just playing stuff and it's all instrumental, no lyrics. And they say, this next one's about time travel and play another instrumental track. And I think that's fun. The sounds, the other stuff invokes a feeling of, oh, this is about time travel. I might not have thought that if they didn't say it because it you can I, I feel like the 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 feelings you get from an instrumental track are are more raw. You can get happy, you can get sad. That kind of thing can come through in an instrumental track. But it might be a little harder to say this one's about time travel with no words in it. Maybe I'm just not good enough at writing or interpreting music, but there it is again. I wonder what I would have gotten out of it if they hadn't said that. Interesting thought. But that's it. One of my favorite bands as well, Glass Animals. They have a song called Gooey. Don't watch the music video. Listen to the song. Music video makes me very uncomfortable. It's not an overly sexual music video or anything. If you want to watch it, watch it. But just know this. I watched it once and will never watch it again. I refuse. It is something I hope to never see or experience again in my life. But song is amazing. The song is incredible. People asked Dave, the, the man who wrote the song, what is this about? What do the lyrics mean? Because they're, they're kind of just words to have words in it. And he uses his voice very much so as another texture added to the song, which is very nice. And the whole experience, it comes together. I got to listen to that on these headphones, brother. My guy Dave for Glass Animals is an extreme nerd and music production fanatic. So it's going to sound good. 
Anyway, Gooey by Glass Animals, they said, what are the words about? And he said, I don't care. Don't ask me that. <laughs> Listen to the song and experience it for yourself. Good times, baby. Good times. Well, so anyway, I've complained enough about what is it all actually about. I think this has set me up to make a good video essay about it. And I'm going to write that out today. That's one of my goals. I'm going to clean my whole house and I'm going to write out that video essay. I'm going to make some music as well because, boy, howdy, I love doing that. Anyway, fellas, this has been the experience, the show, the talk show, the not a talk show, the podcast, the TV show, the cinematic universe, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, they're only trying to cop my style every time they make a new film. I'm uh, I'm really doing it out here. That was another uh for you. We're not doing that next year. I'm going to practice up talking without stuttering. I want to come in like a radio DJ every time I talk to anyone. That won't get annoying at all, I'm sure. But for now, I'll catch you next time. I want to do more bonus episodes, so maybe you'll hear about me on Friday or hear from me on Friday. See ya. Wow. 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 Wow.